Yo, I just noticed the carpet that I put underneath my wheel, like, chair, is always moving. God dang it. I'm just going to get rid of this carpet. I thought it looked nice, but this carpet can't stay in place. Man, oh man, here we are. Let me throw on some background music. But guys, I hope you guys have had a beautiful weekend. Welcome to Monday. Let's crush this week right now. It is a great day. God bless if you're religious or if not just have a great day and look man oh man jackson has joined us over here the man in florida what's up yeah what's good not much a lot i don't you were awake just as early as me you were you were awake early this morning what were you doing up dude i got it's it's our last day here it's super busy some shit just came up so i might not be able to make this this whole one but you're good to I was gonna, you're good damn so i don't know if you saw sham sharani has just broke some news i'm gonna run through it kyrie irving might be leaving the brooklyn nets so as of now he has till june 29th to accept his player option but irving's future conversations about having an extension have gone stagnant between him and the nets an impasse currently exists between the two parties and Kyrie Irving's considering testing the open marketplace and that means right now the Lakers the Knicks and the Clippers are expected to be the top suitors for Kyrie Irving if he decides to head elsewhere let's go fuck yeah so let's see what do you what do you think? Do you think he stays in Brooklyn? I think he stays in Brooklyn, but do you think he actually leaves? No, dude. I've been calling the collapse of Brooklyn for like a year now. I mean, that team was not built to win. Kyrie Why? Kyrie is a head case. I do not want Kyrie Irving on my basketball team just because I can't trust him. I used to def- I think the only way Kyrie Irving can redeem himself is if he teams back up with LeBron James. But I think Brooklyn is built to fail. I think that Harden thing really hit hard. I know Kyrie and KD wanted to play together, so that's you know probably what's keeping this marriage alive. But mm-hmm. I think Ben Simmons is – dude, what sucks is I think Ben Simmons used to be he's so cool, and now I just view him as such a loser. But I think he is going to further create a divide because he's – a loser and i would give brooklyn i think they're just a ticking time bomb and as a houston rocket fan as shades in the chat i cannot wait personally so okay let me let me explain each situation so for the lakers the likely path to acquire irving would have him opting into his current deal to facilitate facilitate a trade because the lakers realistically cannot clear up cap space to sign him themselves and a sign and trade would trigger the hard cap thus making acquiring Irving significantly more difficult. If Irving were to opt in, Lakers general manager Rob Palinka would have to satisfy the collective bargaining agreement salary matching rule, meaning if Irving's $36.6 million was incoming, the Lakers would have to send $29.3 million to $45.8 million to the Nets and or a third team in a legal transaction. Now for the Knicks, who the likely path to acquire Irving depends on what the Nets prioritize. New York is even with the salary cap line for 2022 to 2023. So it could 
theoretically clear enough space to sign Irving on a max contract if they offload salaries such as Evan Fournier, Al Burks, Nerlens Noel, and Kemba Walker. But the Knicks could also offer some of those or all of those players to the Nets or a third team in a possible signing trade. Finally, the Clippers are the like that. They, I couldn't speak right there. The Clippers likely path to get Irving requires him as well to opt in similar to the Lakers, but instead they have two to three guys who are making 11 to $17 million in Norman Powell, Marcus Smart, Luke Kennard, and Reggie Jackson, that they could, you know, have him opt into his deal and send him to the Clippers in exchange for a combination of Jackson, Kennard, Morris, and Powell. So for me, I, what do you do? If I'm who? If you're the Nets, which of those three teams do you think the best deal? I think the the Clippers. Um, yeah, I mean, I would say 100% the Clippers. I think Kyrie, the, man, I'm surprised Clippers are in there. Kyrie, I think, would only go to L.A. if he's – I think him and LeBron's relationship is – repaired i you know how like they're it's like so like they're so weird dude like both of them both of them and their relationship like i think now they're at a point of respect but i think Kyrie would only go to the clippers i (laughs) if it's ego based on lebron but at the same time paul george (laughs) Kawhi leonard is you know those are two dogs so but yeah i think clippers would make a lot of sense for for both sides. I mean, especially the Nets. Kind of sucks when these these stars want out and they vocalize they want out. Exactly, and they could also throw in Terrence Mann or Brandon Boston in that deal as like a young player asset yeah. to like sweeten the deal. Yeah, because they have to. Because I think a deal of Norman Powell, Luke Kennard, Reggie Jackson, maybe Terrence Mann, and or. Brandon Boston for Kyrie Irving, no picks involved. I take that deal. If Kyrie yes. was leaving, if you didn't yes. have a chance of, you take that deal. Now, like you said, the only reason he goes to the Clippers is ego based to give double flip, you know, double flip the bird to LeBron and be like, guess what? Um, I'm in town with you. But supposedly, I remember what was it, a few months ago, they released an article that Irving regretted not speaking to LeBron when he left. Cleveland because suppose and he regrets how he handled the whole Cleveland situation. And it seems like what you said, he has made his amends with LeBron James and that they are cool and that he it seems like legitimately Kyrie regrets leaving Cleveland for Boston. And he's aware of that he probably could have had way more success if he had stayed in Cleveland. But yeah, I just this whole thing is interesting at the end of the day Kyrie's gonna go where he's most wanted and gets the most money so i think that's the nets mm. wow wow i mean Kyrie's the he's gonna retire i feel like in like one day Kyrie's gonna be like in a year or two or maybe three four years he's just gonna be like still good and he's just gonna be like yeah i'm done yeah exactly i think that's the tough part with Kyrie is like I'd love I mean we got shades of Kyrie to the Rockets I mean I mean I've made some Rocket Kyrie to the Rocket videos I don't even want that to happen dude I mean he I first of all I love Kyrie I just think as you were saying I mean he used to be so young and dumb how he handled the LeBron Cleveland and Boston Flat Earth. Like, well you know I 
I actually think he's right on par with. I. He says he doesn't believe that anymore. Oh really? Yeah, he's came out and he said that was stupid of me to think that. Like he has wow. came out and like said the flat Earth stuff. He like was he got into the wrong stuff, and that he I genuinely having- I don't think he's I don't think he's that crazy with that statement. I don't really know my stance on Earth or flat. I've never personally seen around Earth, but I don't know how that stuff works, so I don't really care. You know, the Earth's an egg shape. Yeah, like I don't really. I don't really care. I like I like how he stood for his own, as far as the the V word goes. I don't want to get us banned, but like, I mean, he he's uh, he's definitely maturing. He's definitely maturing with with age. So maybe whatever team he would go to next. I mean, he balled his ass off this past season when he played. Balled his ass off. I just I read the other day that John Hollinger of the Athletic he did his board rating system, which is like this system John Hollinger invented to give guys their value. And he's like, even though Kyrie Irving only played X amount of games, his value when he played still made him worth forty six million dollars. Like he played so good that he's worth forty six million dollars. That's how good he played. Holy shit! Yeah. So. The, the whole Kyrie thing is interesting, and I I don't we've already like talked about this incredibly for like nine minutes. So <laughs> I think the Kyrie fate is going to be something that if nothing happens during the NBA draft, Kyrie's going to take it to the deadline, which is we won't find out anything till June 29th. Right. Like Kyrie's, Kyrie's the guy who just he likes to take his time, do everything on his own agenda, not yeah. on. on anybody else i mean this is a guy who what he's probably missed 50 games because of personal reasons throughout his career yeah very i feel like every season he misses 10 games because personal reasons yeah which i i don't know what those personal reasons are maybe they're family problems but it just kind of seems like he always says that when he's just not mentally right to play basketball yeah I now, think, I mean, if he had that work ethic, like he doesn't want to be, I don't think Kyrie wants to be, maybe he used to, I don't think he wants to be the, you know, best point guard of all time. Yeah. I think he got, I feel like he got jaded by the business side of basketball and that's why he doesn't want to be the greatest anymore. I feel like he's, he, he feels jaded because the whole Celtic situation, then how the media portrayed him when he got traded from the Cavaliers to the Celtics. But then when he left the Celtics, there was the whole thing. I just think everything. Then Paulo Bancaro, we did talk about a Kyrie to the Clippers earlier, discussing how it could be involving Kennard, Jackson, Powell, Morris, Mann, or Boston, a plethora of those players being combined in a deal. But moving on from Kyrie Irving, rival executives expect Hornets restricted free agent Miles Bridges to command a max or a near max contract in July. Sources says there are some hesitancy coming from Charlotte to match a max contract sheet for Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges, of course, got screwed by John Morant and didn't win most improved player of the year when arguably he probably should have. He averaged 20.2 points, seven rebounds, four assists a game. And in a league that we saw how Andrew Wiggins changed the course of the playoffs for the Warriors and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown had game-changing impacts on the way to the NBA Finals, Bridges' two-way ability on the wing has become incredibly valued amongst winning teams. And you could see a team like the Pistons' Spurs go after him. 
the Pistons and the Spurs. Salary cap. Who, now I think talking. the Spurs. Imagine Keldon Johnson, Miles Bridges, Devin Vassell, DeJounte Murray, and Jokic Pertl, or whoever they move Jokic Pertl for. Miles Bridges. Yeah. That, that team would be a top six seed in the West. Miles Bridges, Keldon Johnson, and DeJounte Murray would probably be like one of the best transition cores in the league. Yeah. I but, don't know. The Spurs are so boring to me. I love the Spurs. I Who wants to play in San Antonio. Uh, no income tax, bro. Whataburger as well. I've just never been to San Antonio. My thoughts of my thoughts of Texas before I visited Texas was this this ghost land, this the wild, wild west. Pew, 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 duels going on everywhere. There's no there's no trees. There's no grass. It's completely different. I bet San Antonio is completely different. I think of like the Alamo when I think of San Antonio. So, man, Miles Bridges, I would max Miles Bridges because I think the potential is is there crazy. And I kind of really like what Shade's saying right now. This is the problem with sports nowadays. So many players only care about the money. Miles Bridges, the rapper, the joint, the, the possible J, the CBD smoker, and the double cup. The purple drink. There's nothing it, wrong with purple drink. If you, I mean, Rondell McClain's career ended because of purple drink. Uh, former NFL player, Alabama linebacker. If you go to his Wikipedia page, it says he got addicted to co- uh, purple drink in 2016 and has not been able back into the NFL. But you think these guys are sipping or smoking? Like Montrez Hale just got arrested for three pounds of weed in Kentucky. You really think he was smoking? Like, I mean, dealing three pounds. No, literally Matt Barnes tweeted. He's like, that's summer smoke. We used to smoke a pound a month. Okay. Um, like you said, like, uh, continue, continue. I just think Miles well, Bridges. Yeah, that that's my thinking is Montrez Hair. I don't give a fuck. That man is a, that man isn't even a starter. Yeah. You can go smoke your pound of weed a month in the summer and you can sit your ass on the bench and you cannot <laughs> play defense and you can enjoy nobody remembering your name in 10 years. My issue, I don't have any issue with weed. My issue with, I don't want, if I'm the Chicago Bulls, I'm still maxing Miles Bridges. If I'm the Rockets, I'm still maxing Miles Bridges. But if he shows any signs to me, just like John Morant, same thing applies to John Morant. The thing is, though, I think you're like, well, I think I'm more scared about John Morant because his is alcohol. Alcohol is a real problem. I like, think like, weed is a. I think weed is is just as bad as alcohol. As crazy as it sounds, I think it is extremely. I think it. I, I think weed is the the dream killer. I think it makes you content with exactly where you are if you do it badly. Like the thing is, though, these are professional athletes, so you know they're in pain. They're still putting in the work. It's not like they have to like, you know, do the same shit I have to do on a day to day basis. They could wake up. They could train, they could eat right, spend time with their family and still like smoke. You know, like it, it we definitely depends on the person. And that's why it's like with Trez, I know Matt Barnes is a big weed guy. Like, you know, Kevin Durant, KD, like they're these are great basketball the other players on TV. Yeah, these, these are great basketball players. Miles Bridges, John Morant. So I'm still maxing these guys. I'm still maxing Miles Bridges. I'm just saying like, you know, it, it poses something to, to think about, but. No, I, 
I agree because like I oh Joe Rogan said it best. We does not make people lazy, but we does make lazy people lazier. Oh, I like that a lot. That Joe Rogan said it best right there. And I think a great example is that is J.R. Smith. Come on, J.R. Smith was probably baked. 99% 99% of his games and that's yeah. like a, that's a known fact like if you search up there's pictures of JR Smith smoking blunts with Rihanna and and I think JR Smith probably might have been a better basketball player if he wasn't I I don't know maybe I'm wrong and you know this is me again I'm sitting behind a microphone behind in my bedroom and JR Smith again I don't think weed like I I really don't think if you're a professional athlete you have a you typically have a better work ethic than normal people. Yeah. And so I don't really think weed is a big deal. Uh, I do think it could make you, like you said, content where you're at and maybe not want to grow as a basketball player. Maybe that's what happened to J.R. Smith, why he he peaked and never got better where he peaked at. And I, I do think alcohol is more destructive than marijuana, I think. And they don't test for recreational drugs in – in the NBA. And that, that's the other thing is like, look, we know Odell Beckham blows lines. Like everyone's seen those pictures. And the, the thing is, is there's no problem having your vices if you do them in moderation. Like a lot of NBA players smoke cigars. Why? Because you can smoke a cigar and it won't affect your lungs because you don't swallow cigar smoke. And that's why a lot of people like LeBron James, Michael Jordan, is that, yeah. And Shade Texan, you got, I was actually about to bring this up. Basically, they started not testing for recreational drugs during the bubble, and that was the rumor. They didn't test during the bubble because supposedly everybody was stoned in the bubble. Like, everybody was stoned in the bubble, and that's, like, when weed really got accepted around the NBA because the execs were supposed to just walking around and everybody was baked. (laughs) And, like, so I don't think weed is a problem. uh, Or just, again, I don't think vices are a problem as long as you keep them in moderation and they don't, again, it's off season, do what you want. I, I have seen the concerns like alcohol, like I I drink, but I don't drink like, like, you know, I just drink when I go out and stuff, but John Morant, dude, he'll post lives where he's just taking shots of tequila and progressively getting drunker in the lives. Have you seen those lives? No. Is he like at least out and about? No, he's like in his house, like during the day, like he's like, it's five o'clock somewhere or he'll go like it's shot o'clock somewhere. And it'll be like, you don't know, like I'll, it'll be like 2 p.m. It, where I'm watching it. And I don't know what time it is where he's at. And he's just boozing mid, like the lights out. And yeah. I know I know it's off season, but I'm I'm a big pro. Like alcohol does destroy people. Yeah. like and i'm not saying like alcohol is fine marijuana is fine all the vices are fine like just make sure you have a test kit whatever you're doing so you don't have fentanyl and that shit but i just there hasn't been an, an nba player that i've really seen post alcohol like john moran all he does is post him drinking tequila like bottles of tequila yeah i mean i haven't seen i haven't seen these videos but i know like what you're talking about at home afternoon i guess it, i get it's the off season but if you're john like i get having a glass like mellow drinks wine all the time mellow yeah everyone drinks. all these dudes are drinking they're yeah, there's nothing like, wrong with it there's nothing wrong with wine. drinking you can even drink a, a freaking six pack every night if you really want to but yeah I, yeah i don't think i'm not saying yeah like kind of what you're saying like it's not i'm not pressing the panic button but i am saying what's up gamer i am saying it is like i mean that's not good 
Mm-hmm. Exactly. <laughs> I could. So I, I do like what you're saying, though. Um, everything about the weed thing in comparison to the alcohol. I do. These are professional athletes. They have much better work ethics. I think it's more of kind of your outliers, maybe what I'm thinking of. Like, like I guess if you're OJ yeah, like maybe uh, he had such raw skill. Michael I think Beasley. Can, yeah, I would. I am actually now. I'm actually so curious if you were to ask, like, if these guys were to be on podcasts as OJ Mayo, Beasley, like even Jr. Matt Barnes. Like, I, I know Matt Barnes has his own. I love his podcast. Mm-hmm. Stephen Jackson. Like, I wonder what their thoughts are on if they didn't smoke or if they regret smoking or if it just isn't. If that's never even been. I would imagine most of them had don't even. They probably avoid. They they probably avoid talking about it to an certain extent. Like they'll mention it, and everyone talks about it. But it's the same thing with PEDs. People won't talk about that the NFL, NBA players use PEDs because just the idea of PEDs is bad. But what they're doing isn't illegal. They go and it's not even PEDs. They're using. We are normal people. We cannot get access to the supplements that they get. Okay. They probably take supplements. They have training methods and stuff that as normal people making normal money, we don't have the ability or could afford those things. LeBron spends over a million dollars on his body. Probably everything he does is legal or in the gray area. So it's not illegal, but it's just stuff that we don't have access to as normal people. And by them having access to all those things, it's why they are performing better you know and also genetics plays a part but yeah but like think about their they take they they do all these training stuff to recover quicker from injuries that normally would take us months to recover from yeah i'm just wondering like what if you know i wonder if michael beasley whether it's now 10 15 years from now is going to bed thinking damn what if i just stop smoking when i played basketball if i just didn't smoke for like 15 years wasn't it also Michael Beasley's other problem was that he always thought he should be like the number one scorer, like Jimmer Fredette. Jimmer Fredette's not in the NBA because supposedly every time he came back to the NBA, he wanted the ball 30 times. Like, and people were like, Jimmer, you're you're not that guy. Yeah. KJ Martin requests a change. I'm calling fake news, but Shade doesn't really fake news. Really? Kings Hawks have discussed a John Collins trade. Yeah, Kings Hawks, uh, fourth pick. Right now, it seems like the most likely trade is going to be seventh pick for uh, the seventh pick from the Trailblazers to the Hawks for John Collins. Hmm. Well, um, real quick, that was fake news. But um, did you see the? Did you see? I saw a proposed trade of um, Dame, or I saw like might have been you. Might have been your video saying CJ is trying to recruit Dame. No, uh, I did not actually make that video. I did not hear that. And yeah, thoughts. Dame is one of those guys. I think he's giving the Trailblazers one more year. He's giving Chauncey Billups a full season. I think this this past season was supposed to be Damian Lillard's last year, but it kind of got screwed up with the abdominal injury. Mm-hmm. And I think Dame wants to give. Dame's a good guy. He wants to give the Trailblazers one more opportunity to build a championship roster around him. And I think this is the final year. If nothing happens, then yes. Unless 
somebody offers them like a ridiculous package where they can't say no. I'm calling cap to Dame wanting to stay in Portland. I think one day this man is going to wake up and he's going to be like, holy goddamn shit, my best buddy. Some of my best buddies are down in New Orleans right now eating some good gumbo, eating some good food. Zion Williamson, the G, is about to come back. Oh, shit. My birthday's in one month. I'm about to be Did 32. Did I know that? I'm about to be 32 years old. I didn't know that. Who, who, who's on my team? Joseph Nurkic. Oh, my God. Yay. Joseph, we can re-sign Joseph Nurkic, and he can play 27 games. And in those 27 games, he can put up like 12 and 10, and maybe we can win half of them. There's got to be one day this man wakes up and is like, yes, okay, this is cool. But like I, the clock is ticking. The clock is ticking. Go home or not go home. Go to your boy. Go to the Pellies. Okay, so Shade Texan. Yeah, Shade. Who's saying this? Yeah, can you give us a source? Because if I get someone like Jake Fisher, I dude, I hate Jake Fisher, dude. Hit somebody, dude. I I'm done with Jake Fisher. Every time I now report Jake Fisher. Fuck Jake, Jake Fisher. Dude, Scotty Barnes put that man on blast. Yeah, that, Jake Fisher's an idiot. And I just saw there was some guy. Oh, man, there's a shit ton of rocket. I need to not go on Twitter all day today. Otherwise, I'm going to be like, why am I golfing? But Jake Fisher, dude's an idiot. There was some rocket. There were, like, all these rocket people losing their mind on a on – a, Kelly oh, Eichel was nice. That, that's – she's legit, the athletic. It's a girl? Yeah. No way. No <laughs> Sexist much? No, no, Kelly. <laughs> no, it's wrong, it's a black guy. It's a black guy. It's a black yes, guy. Yes, okay. Thank God. Dude, I thought this whole time it was a, it was a chick. Every time I read his work, I'm like, oh, Kelly Ico is a is a chick. I did not know that. I'm sorry, Kelly Ico. <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a bad. I'm a bad fan if he's a chick. Fuck. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> but basically there are all these people report i forget what it was it was something rocky related and it was from jake fish i'm like it was kpj like getting upset about jalen being number one i'm like oh my god stop reading like this is there's like all these fucking people in the rocket sphere Ugh. all right so we're going over here Kelly, i think I- good i think good kj wants out i think kj would be nice for him but i do think that kj will not get ever a proper role in Houston. And even if he does get a proper role in Houston, I don't think KJ is going to skyrocket to what Houston would want him to skyrocket until he leaves. I I don't think it'll happen soon, and I don't think it would happen until he leaves. So I view him almost as a Kyle Kuzma. Get this man somewhere else. I I like the Kyle Kuzma comparison, but also I think Kyle Kuzma is about to break out this year to borderline all-star. He averaged 20 points a game and almost nine rebounds post-all-star. He was a G. He was on my fantasy team. He, Yeah. Uh, All right, so right here it says that they're more likely than not going to draft Paulo Bancaro. They haven't even worked out Jabari Smith, and they're still unclear if Holmgren will work out for them. I've I can't believe like I kind of want Holmgren to fall to the Rockets. Imagine Holmgren on the Rockets. Then that way Shagoon can also imagine Shagoon Holmgren as the front court. Jalen Green 
I guess Kevin Porter Jr. There, I know Rockets fans are so split, and I'm split on Kevin Porter Jr. Like, what what is he like? Is he gonna be this level headed guy, or is he gonna be the turnover machine? I think I mean he his second half of the season he was like what is it nineteen and six with two turnovers or something like that. So he really cleared. I mean, because he was shooting like thirty something percent. 11 points a game, like his first half of the season, he was suffering. But I think, um, I think more likely than not, the Rockets get Paolo. But at the same time, like, dude, I really don't think it's that crazy that Oklahoma would go with Jade and Ivy. But at the same time, I wouldn't be surprised if they trade down. It's just draft day is going to be nuts. It's crazy that it's literally what are we, what is three? Is it three or four? I'm not great at math, but. Man, I can't. Draft day is always so special. It's so special. It is very special. Also, is Uzban Garuba already a draft bust? I would say no, but I think he will be. I mean, I don't. He can't even play because he's so bad offensively. The issue, yeah, the issue is he has no offense in the NBA. But for some reason, when he goes down to the G, I'd have to double check his G League stats, but. Before he got injured around November, he was putting up like just a 15 and 14. Like it was like just simple. And it probably was a little bit. I mean, this is a guy who is coming from Spain. I mean, this is a guy who has played in Spain and, and made it work in Spain. Obviously, he didn't play much. But I mean, he's young. He's been in the Olympics. You know, he's been in these. He's been in these. He's played. He has that experience. So. I think it's more likely than not he'll be a bust, but I think there is – I have a lot of hope that he can figure out to be at least some type of like – not like a Clint Capella, but, you know, somebody like just where it's like serviceable, like just a serviceable offensive player. I don't know if he'll, you know, be that guy for Houston, but I mean, I'm definitely not giving up on him. This is here – this just like a lot of these players on this roster, and KJ would be included if if he sticks around, this is – this is the year for me. Like, if I'm not seeing it, it's peace, peace out. This is a total evaluation year for me. Yeah. So, with Paulo Bancaro coming in, KJ Martin recently approached the Rockets management to discuss the possibility of a trade from the franchise. The nature of the conversation was candid, with the potential moves following Thursday's draft. The sudden reality is that there isn't a clear path for minutes for Martin in yeah. the rotation. So yeah, that makes sense. But what he look, he's got a good. I could see him going to the Raptors because of his age, athleticism, and untapped potential. He just screams a Raptors pick. Not yeah, pick, I don't mind that. Uh, Kenyon Martin just screams Raptors, Raptors. The Raptors yeah. would love a guy like Kenyon Martin. Now, as we go on to other news, shout out Shea Texan. Thank you for informing us for that. The Pacers are seriously discussing trade centered around Malcolm Brogdon and Miles Turner. Turner sources says the Wizards and Knicks are interested in Brogdon and are armed with the number 10 and 11 picks respectively. The Hornets have expressed interest in Turner and Indiana, which has the sixth pick in the draft, continues to elect retooling its veteran core rather than rebuilding entirely around young players, contradicting a report earlier in the week saying that they were moving towards a rebuild. Yeah, I mean, this has been like the thing for several years now. I mean, I don't. All George left. I I think it's fake news. I don't. I think it's all. I think it's 
I think it's all smoke. I mean, I don't. Oh, dude! Thank God I'm not a Pacers fan, man. I'm sorry, Pacers fans. If any, if any Pacers, I don't think it. I actually. What do you think? Do you think anybody who watches this so far is a Pacers fan? <laughs> do you think we yeah. have a Pacers fan? I, dude, I don't even know. I don't think we have a Pacers. I don't even. Think I doubt I it. I don't know if I have a Pacers fan. Yeah, right. I don't think I know a Pacers fan. <laughs> I don't have someone regularly comment all my Pacers videos. Like I have certain yeah. videos, like. Pistons, Raptors, Hawks, Spurs, that I I know which guys are going to comment on those videos. Yeah. But Pacers, like they're usually my worst performing videos. I don't really talk about the Pacers, ironically, because it's the, the basketball capital of America. Yeah, I was going to say what's funny is one of my like Pacers content last offseason just bang, 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 bang. I remember I went live for a Pacers summer league game. I, it was, I had like 11 or K, 11K or 12K thousand total views and i got so many pacers subs from it so i'm gonna be doing some pacers content but i really hope they don't rebuild i don't think i think last year's draft pick of duarte being 24 years old i i, I think i mean i would get rid of brogdon um i would but he's not would, worth a first uh, who the hell is offering a first round pick for malcolm brogdon well that's what i'm saying is i don't even want them to I, I just want them to move on from Malcolm Brogdon. I don't even want them to get a first-round draft pick. I want them to get value. So, But that Sabonis trade is is total uh, red flag. The Sabonis trade? Yeah. You didn't like it? Tyrese Halliburton, he balled out like 20 points. No, I, I mean, as far as um, like trying to win now. Oh, oh, yeah. Yeah, that kind of screwed them through a wrench. And plus, Miles Turner said he'd rather play out his deal than talk an extension. Yeah, so I mean that's not that's not looking good, but yeah, Halliburton, yeah, phenomenal move. So maybe they do. I think they should pick number six. It's yeah, six Keegan or... Murray, Keegan Murray, take Keegan Murray. Then you have Duarte, Halliburton, Keegan Murray. Yeah, I would just I would just see what ha- like just see where you can go, see what happens if somebody wants Brogdon. I mean, do you take Jaden Ivy if he falls to six? I would yeah, one hundred thousand percent take Jaden Ivy if he falls to six. Yeah. I mean, I don't see him getting past the Pistons, but yeah, because the Pistons would hop on that immediately. Yeah, because yeah, they would love the idea of Jaden Ivey and Cade Cunningham. Because Kelly Hayes is a freaking bum. Boo, boo, boo. You, you like Kelly Hayes? Boo. My Twitter account's a Kelly Hayes stan account. Yeah, I had no idea you're you're actually you're actually a Kelly Hayes stan. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It's not easy. Taron Hips is my guess. Okay, so. I know Kayleen Hayes actually learned how to play basketball during the second half of the NBA season because he – he and I like Kayleen Hayes coming out of Ulm, Ulm in Germany. I loved him. I loved him, okay? But Kayleen Hayes, his rookie season was horrendous. I think Kayleen Hayes' rookie year was almost as bad as Jalen Suggs. But – Okay, but before the torn hip, but even even before before the All Star break, those forty six games, this man was shooting thirty six percent from the field, twenty seven percent from three. Yes, after the All Star break, he shot forty three percent from the field, twenty four percent from three, but and was dishing out five assists, four rebounds, and getting you know almost two steals a game. I really, I'm scared that Kelly and Hayes might turn into Frank Nelkina. Kelly and Hayes will be. A serviceable point guard. You know who had a bad rookie year, sir? Jalen Suggs? 
A little cat named Kobe Bean Bryant. <laughs> okay, but Kobe was like 17 when he was a rookie. <laughs> was, Kelly Hayes had just played professionally and was 19. Dude, Killian Hayes is super young still. I don't think he's 21 yet. Yeah, he's about to be 20. Wow, his birthday's one day after me. Uh, when's, your, yeah. when's yours? July 26th. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> that's cute. Yeah, I'm a big Killian Hayes. I'm a I'm a big career-high 26 points this past season. Are you telling me that was that was random? 26 points. Killian Hayes, bro. This man just needs to stay healthy. Give him one more year. This, this is what Troy – if I'm Troy Weaver, this is what I'm thinking. All right, Killian. I need something. I don't need you to be an all-star, but I need you to show me something. I need you to stay healthy, and I need you to give me a reason why I need to believe you for one more season. Because if not, you can pack your bags. I mean, that's it. <laughs> All right. Is so, it my turn? Huh? Skip it. Oh, is, is it my, my turn? My turn. <laughs> All right. Let's go over the mock draft. I did this last episode without you, but I've made some changes. So we're gonna just go through the lottery right here. Oh think, my god, dude! You got can you see it? going eight? Do you? Can you see this fine, or is it like blurry? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I can see eleven. Okay. So yes, I have shade on sharp going eight eight so the reason is is even though okay so today there was by sham sharania that teams he's worked out with he has requested to play three on three and five on five to show him in competition so that might bring up his draft stock but last week his draft stock was down because more and more execs this could be smoke screens but more and more executives were hesitant to draft him because unknown you like you he like he's the he went from being barely a top 100 recruit to balling out in the peach jam which is the last competition we saw him became the number one recruit and never saw him play again so mm -hmm. he balled out against 17 year olds and the one of the reasons he balled out is because he grew from six to or 6-1 to 6-6 in a matter of like a few months. Yeah. So that's where people are scared. They're like, is it just because he grew a shit ton and he just was a grown man against boys? Or mm -hmm. So I, that's what – what, go? I mean, I originally was solo on Shade and Sharp. I was like, why Why is this guy – why do the Rock, why do Rocket fans want to draft Shade and Sharp? If I'm Shade – if I'm probably – if I'm, I actually kind of like where you have him at. I think, I think it will. I think it's got a pretty solid chance that it'll be a mistake. Like if he falls to eight, I think you'll mm -hmm. have a lot of teams. I think it's a pretty solid chance you have a lot of teams kicking themselves. But I can also like it very easily can go the other way. I think he'll be okay. I don't think he'll be, you know, Kobe, Melo, AI, all the other guys out of high school. I don't think it's that crazy to come out of high school but like i mean i think we've talked about this before i saw like this one video shade on sharp like one month ago where he just like he's playing these like small ass white dudes and you know he's going like half speed and like they like pat him like Pugh. Ugh. 
Marcus Smart would be on the floor, but then he like goes and he does a alley oop through the legs al- or through the legs dunk. It's like what the hell? who gives a shit? But now I'm like, whoa. It was more of the the through the leg slam to to showcase what he can do. I don't want him on my basketball team, but I think I'll regret it. I think his range is four to eight. He's gonna go. I don't think he goes top three. I think he goes earliest number four to the Kings, and he won't slide past the Pelicans. Now I know Jeremy Sohan, the seventh pick. Uh, Jeremy Soham, I follow Sam Vecini a lot, so this is Sam Vecini getting in my head and convincing me Jeremy Sohan is the best defender in this class. Plus, this guy plays for the Polish national team. He was born in Oklahoma, grew up in England, has a British accent, played at Baylor. Like, I love this guy. Mm -hmm. Like, love this guy. And... I think he's the quintessential def- definition of a one through five. I don't think he'll ever be a shot creator, but I think he could be like a, a 38% three-point shooter, 36 maybe. And I think I think this draft, it becomes interesting at four. I think we can just ignore the top three picks because that's 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 set in stone in my opinion. I, I think, think this so. – you really, I think the only thing that will happen is – Chet Holmgren might not be picked second overall. I think Jabari is a lock to go one because the Magic aren't going to try to get Mo Bamba 2.0 and Chet Holmgren. Mm-hmm. And the only thing I could see the Thunder being like, we rather have Bancaro or Ivy. Do you agree with that? I think though, I I like I'm actually I don't know why this is I don't know I don't have a reasoning, but I I. I don't think Oklahoma City picks Chet. I just I don't I don't know if they're gonna take Paulo. I don't know if they're gonna take Jaden. I don't know if they're mm-hmm. gonna take Shaden. I don't know if they're gonna trade it. I don't think OKC will be drafting Chet Holmgren, and I really hope I am wrong. I really hope I'm wrong. I have them drafting Chet Holmgren right now, but I would not be surprised if they take Apollo Bancara or Jaden Ivy. Because I know they like the idea of Jaden Ivey, Josh Giddy, Josh Giddy playing small forward, Jaden Ivey playing point guard, and Shea playing shooting guard. Because mm. right, they would just probably be the fastest team on transition. Yeah. I mean, but, Keegan. Uh, what if they take Keegan? No, they won't take Keegan. Keegan's going to go to, I think, either Kings, Pistons, Pacers, or Blazers. Teams that are trying to make the playoffs. He's a playoff guy. He's the Duarte of this draft where Keegan Murray, he's Tobias Harris 2.0. He's going to come in and going to give you an immediate impact. You want to hear a hot take? Yeah. I have at least two busts in the top 10 on this list. Johnny Davis to me is a walking bust. Sorry. Wow. I'm a Dick Mathurin. Sorry. Cover your ears. Walking bust. And then I have that's like one A busts. And then my one B, if I want to get even hotter of takes, then I'm going, I'm throwing Keegan right on that list. And I'm also throwing cover your ears again. I'm also throwing Jeremy on that list. But I don't think any of them, I don't think any of the top 10 will actually be bust bust. I think they'll just not be stars, which. So for me, AJ Griffin could be overreached. He 
suffered a pretty bad injury in high school and we haven't seen his athleticism again and he's even though he has like almost a seven foot wingspan he's pretty horrendous at defense malachi brought him i think he should have stayed another year at ohio state similar to what benedict matherin did for arizona i like Benedict matherin because check this out benedict matherin played two years of college ball but he's only one month older than chet holmgren also wow. that's how old that's how old Chet Holmgren is. People forget Chet Holmgren's one of the older, not older players in this draft, but he's not one of the younger prospects. Chet Holmgren's actually the same age of a lot of sophomores in this class. Now, Benedict Matherin, I like that, that he's only 19 years old, but he played two years of b-ball. Same, Jeremy Sohan, I like him. I could see Dyson Daniels being a bust because he's grew. Be I think Dyson Daniels will be a beast as well. I think Malachi Branham and A.J. Griffin are my two biggest concerns. My mm -hmm. one concern with Keegan Murray, which I'll agree with you, is that he could be close to a finished product. Like, yeah. he's, he's done developing. So, depending if he if he's a 15 points per game guy, day one, I don't think he's a bust. But if he's anything less, and he doesn't develop into anything more, then yes, I mm -hmm. agree with you on that. That's the concern with him. Now... Guys that I think later in the draft, I think Ochai Baji. Yes, I go to the University of Kansas. I just think he's Malik Beasley who plays defense. Okay. Which is you just don't like Malik Beasley? I, I like Malik Beasley. As you know, I'm a Timberwolves fan, but Malik Beasley only shoots three pointers. That's the only okay. he can't they can't create for themselves. They're not shot creators. They're not gonna do anything except cut to the basket and dunk, or they're going to catch and shoot three-pointers. Like, Malik Beasley was asked for the first half, two-thirds of the season until Chris Finch looked at him and be like, you're not going to do anything except take three-pointers. And then for the rest of the season, he would just shoot like eight to ten three-pointers a night, no other shots. And, yeah, it's so with the next group, also the Sixers are trying to trade the 23rd pick in a package for Danny Green, but I have them taking Blake Wesley if they keep him. Who in this bunch do you like that you think is slipping down the draft board that should be looked as higher? Wait, real quick, just Philly has Danny Green, right? So you're trying to unload him? Yeah, okay. with packaging with yeah. with a 23rd pick. I got you. Um, who do I like in this? I think yeah. Jaden Hardy is going to be a, a G. I think... I think Tari Eason is probably one of the highest potential players in the whole draft, but he does have some, you know, especially that three point shot. I forget when that video was, but you know, <laughs> I think Jalen Williams. Jaylen I love Williams, him. Yeah. He I love really him. intrigues me. There's something about that conference for me. I don't know what it is. I, I Who's in it. Who's in the WCC. It's like Zaga. It's Pepperdine. It's those Pepperdine. Guys. Pepperdine, those squads. There's something about it's just I don't know if it's like West Coast because I almost went to I wanted to go to Gonzaga. I called Gonzaga, but um, I know that's incorrect. I think Jalen Williams, Jalen Duran. I think oh, who's those Memphis boys scare me, man. <laughs> those Memphis boys scare me. Um, really, I like Jalen yeah. Duran. I think he's a bigger Bam out of Iowa. Okay, that'd be really cool. But all right, just to finalize, I'm gonna go Jane Williams, Tari Eason, Mark Williams, and Jaden Hardy. But I think Mark Williams is probably at the end of my list on that. 
I love Mark Williams because he's the second biggest guy to ever show up at the combine behind Boston Celtics legend Taco Fall. Hey, like basically every measurement Mark Williams had, if he didn't break the record, the only person in front of him was Taco Falls. And that's pretty freaking crazy that Mark Williams is that big and he moves that fluidly. For me, my top two are right here. Uzman Dang. Oh, my God. This guy, he finished the NBL season shooting 36% from three, like 15 points a night. He's a secondary ball handler. But I love Jalen Williams. Santa Clara played both combine games, six foot six, used to be a point guard, had a growth spurt, became a small forward, has a seven foot wingspan. You just, I love the guys who get the growth spurts like Anthony Davis, that they go from being point guards to forwards because they're, they have the ball handle skills of a guard but because they grew they couldn't be a guard and then behind that i'm i'm with you tari eason if that jump shot can be fixed that man has just as big as hands quarter inch smaller than Kawhi leonard and i kind of have tari eason tagged in with ej little because he's paul Millsap 2.0 but then yeah i think those those guys could be steals those four guys but i really think these three guards Ty Ty Washington could be Tyrese Maxey, Jaden Hardy. He could be a guy, but Dale and Terry, point guard, six foot seven, can play shooting guard and small forward. This six, foot, want. six foot seven point guard. I mean, his floor is Michael Carter Williams if that jump shot doesn't become consistent, but he has the possibility of being like a bigger Tyrese Halburn. Dude, they. Man, I keep thinking about the rap show, and I'm like, oh, I wish they had some pick around there. I wouldn't be surprised if they move up. They find that guy, and they move up. Right now at 33, Price. McGowan's, he's six foot seven. I originally actually had Dalen Terry going to the Raptors, but he supposedly yeah. f- flew up the draft stock, and they said he's going the first now. It's from oh, wow, okay. yeah, I remember you having that. Yeah, and then the back end of the draft, nothing special. I think Patrick Baldwin, Kendall Brown, and Walker Kessler could all fall into the second round, as well as Kennedy Chandler. Because Kennedy Chandler is similar to Sharif Cooper. Small, six-foot guards. I'm still hopeful for Sharif. I actually like Sharif. I just... Tough gig he's got right now. Yeah, and they really didn't give him a chance to play when they need... I mean, DeLon Wright did good, but... I just... I really like Marjan Bochamp, but Nikola Jovic. I, I'm, I'm, I'm. I, I like Nikola Jovic, but I just think he's more Dario Saric. Oh, okay. You, you follow any of these guys in the back end of the draft? You know, I follow them all. No, yeah. um, no, I, I really don't. I'm, you know, I'm not even a, I'm not a draft guy. I'm not a draft well, guy one bit. I also, did. You got me into draft a lot more this year, though. It's fun. It's fun, and it sets you up for next year because then you'll know everything about the guys. Yeah. And I'll send you – go. I was just going to say, I unfortunately have to leave. Okay, word. Yeah, I'll send you – he hasn't released it yet, but the next day or so, Sam Vecini will release his mock – he's not mocked, his, like, 500-page draft guide. And I'll – yeah, I'll send you it. I'll probably spend when it comes out that whole day reading it, but that's just – but, yeah. Fuck yeah, dude. Appreciate it. I will wrap this up, and you have a great day. You as well, sir. I'll talk to you later. Peace. See you. All right, guys. This is my show now.
hanging in tight. We're about to go wild. I'm just kidding. Now, understand, we're going to go over to some NBA news. All righty. The Timberwolves have discussed deals around veteran centers and mainly around Clint Capella. What do you guys think of that? Clint Capella going to the Minnesota Timberwolves. Ooh. And now, if you look at the Clint Capella makes about $19 million a year. If you look at the Timberwolves salary situation, who could they move? Obviously, we have talked about moving D'Angelo Russell from the organization. We have Pat Bev, who said he wants to play for the Miami Heat. Now, I look at this, and Jaden McDaniels and Jared Vanderbilt are untouchable, but I could see us being willing to move. You, you know, we, we also are $3 million under the salary cap. I personally think a deal for... Clint Capella would be revolved around Malik Beasley, Jordan McLaughlin, and Jalen Noel, and potentially a first-round pick. Would you guys trade Jalen Noel, who I very much like, Jordan McLaughlin, and, and Malik Beasley for Clint Capella? You could argue that maybe they just do, you know, Jordan McLaughlin and Naz Reed for and and Malik Beasley for Clint Capella, and you throw in a first-round pick. It's not a bad deal. And the cool thing is Jordan McLaughlin and Naz Reed have no money guaranteed this coming season. So if they're not waived by July 20th, that does become fully guaranteed. But if they're waived before July 20, it is unguaranteed and they don't have to pay them anything. I actually do very much like that. And I think that could be a deal that could be interesting. But now the Utah Jazz are said to have scheduled a second round of interviews with almost all of their 15 head coaching candidates in the next step of the process. The 15 head coach candidates are Nick's assistant, Johnny Bryant, who maintains a very good relationship with Donovan Mitchell. And it's my guess who will become the head coach of the Utah Jazz because he was formerly an executive there. Current Utah Jazz lead assistant Al Jensen, Raptors assistant, former NBA player, Adrian Griffin, father of AJ Griffin in the draft right now celtics assistant coach former spurs assistant coach wonderkin will hardy bucks head assistant now former offensive coordinator but now lead assistant replacing darvin ham charles lee heats assistant chris quinn former nba player mavericks assistant lead defensive guy sean sweeney people are a very big fan of him another celtics assistant in joe missoula pistons assistant jerome allen Sixers assistant Sam Cassell, who's been around for a while and a former NBA champion, as well another NBA champion and G League head coach, Mavericks former stud Jason Terry, former Lakers coach Frank Vogel, and former ex-Trailblazers coach Terry Stotts. Now, if you guys want to know my favorites, for the guys who have not been, I'll, I'll put it in two tiers, guys who've been head coaches, guys who haven't been head coaches, and guys who've been assistants for a while. Young assistants, I'm going to go... Johnny Bryant, I'm going to put it in three. Johnny Bryant at one, Will Hardy at two, Chris Quinn at three. Assistants who've been around for a while. Adrian Griffin, Charles Lee, and Sam Cassell. Head coaches, Jason Terry, I know he's a G League coach. Frank Vogel, Terry Stotts. They need a defensive coach. They need a defensive coach, in my opinion. You can't go for another year not having a defensive coach. Just in my opinion, it's you need to fix that perimeter defense and just don't get an offensive mind to coaches. Your problems aren't on offense. Your problems are on defense. Now, like we said, Auburn Jabari Smith has worked out with the Magic and Thunder only, and he's not going to go 
For anybody else, he's the favorite to go number one. Kentucky's Shade on Sharp is the mystery man of the draft. Sharp is projected a high lottery pick, and sources says he's conducted a strong group of workouts with teams. So I think it definitely will be interesting to see how this all goes. But yeah, I want to hear your thoughts right now. And then G League, Michael Foster will end up working out in total for 15 teams. He's six foot ten with a versatile build and people expecting at the next level you could be a sleeper played 13 games for the night averaging 15 points a night and nine rebounds all righty we're coming up to the last hour let me refresh the news seeing what else is there going on but besides that it looks like yeah kings and hawks have talked about john collins dennis schroeder liked houston but he expects a new home kj martin would welcome a trade out rockets likely picking paulo bancaro there isn't much to talk about right here i want to hear your thoughts anything you guys want to hear we're gonna go daily so tomorrow we will be back and oh my god tomas donorowski has left washington for damn all right i got a lot to talk about i've already uploaded five videos on my youtube channel if you guys haven't seen them you go should go check those out but i want to make this go to an hour oh man this was i think a good episode we got a lot done we talked about the Kyrie. we talked about the nba draft we talked about the pacers the rockets we did a lot of draft talk we did a lot of free agency talk i think it was a good episode we got a lot done and again tell a friend and if you enjoyed the show let's build this up hey you know we're almost at 200 subscribers on this my you personal youtube channel is almost at 7,000 subscribers i know jackson has multiple channels one with over 13,000 and a bunch with over thousand subscribers each he's a freaking mogul when it comes to youtube i have an nfl channel if you haven't checked that out but basically we're gonna keep growing this right now I mean, I'm, I'm arguing with the radio station, but if we can't get on the radio station, well, right now, if we we aren't going live at least one week on the radio station, plan is they'll rebroadcast our stuff at night. So we will have to be not cussing during when we record these so that they can rebroadcast them during the graveyard shifts for us. If not, I will put this on internet radio. And I think that will be the best thing for us to do is to go on internet radio. But guys, again, See a friend, tell a friend. Okay, T's and P's, thoughts and prayers out to all of you. Thank you for taking your time. You know, every time I look at the channel, we're growing, we're growing, we're growing. And, you know, I, as a guy going into his senior year of college, I'm right now living on my own for the next six weeks. And being able to make videos and create content for you guys is something I love doing. And I'm very thankful for it. It keeps me sane. And it's honestly a hobby and that I hope to hopefully one day be able to go full time. I do expect still to have a career in journalism, but thank you. I love every single one of you who watch, who subscribe, who takes the time to either watch this, this NBA show, or you watch the NBA show and my YouTube videos, everything. I am forever indebted and grateful for every single one of you. And I know Jackson feels the same way. So I hope you guys do have a blessed week. Kick this week's ass. You are the best version of yourself. 
you are able to achieve whatever you want. Okay. No one is better than you. Think of the thought. If you can do it, I can do it better. Okay. Anything you can do, I can do better. Okay. Remember that. No, we're all human. We're all the same. If somebody can do it, you can do it too. Don't doubt yourself. Always, always find the motivation to strive to be the best version of yourself. So in the end, you can live your best life because isn't that why we're here on earth to be the best version, to have the best life, to do things that we are able to achieve. And yeah, I love y'all. Have a great day, guys. Be safe. Hit me up on Instagram, Twitter, whatever. I, I try my best to respond. And yeah, I don't know if my Instagram's private. Sometimes I make it private. Sometimes I don't. I get like, like I make it private whenever I get like way too many of those spam accounts following me. So then I just turn it private for a little bit and then I forget to turn it back onto public. So let me know. Have a great day, guys. This is the end of the broadcast. I'm a peace out. Wait, I think we have an outro that I never use. Yeah.